Hello and welcome to Life and Pastimes podcast. I'm Gemma Blythe and let's dive into this week's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Life and Pastimes podcast. This week I am joined by the amazing Rebecca Bidwell. Now she has done so much over the last year in lockdown over here in the UK and I decided to meet up with her and talk all things arts, theatre, performing arts and how she got into the performing arts literally overcoming every obstacle that came her way so I hope you find this as inspirational as I found it when I was recording so I hope you enjoy this episode as always please find us on Twitter at Life and Pastime and on Instagram at Life and Pastimes podcast and I hope you really enjoy this interview without further ado Here we go. Hey, Rebecca, how are you? Hello, I'm fine. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm brilliant. Thank you. I've been really looking forward to this interview. Oh, me too. I'm very honoured. Thank you so much. And I wish you all the luck and success with this. It's very, very exciting. And and I feel really, truly blessed to be asked because it's such an important subject matter and really close to my heart. So, yeah. Thank you. Oh, no worries at all. First of all, I want to offer congratulations for your work being shown on multiple virtual platforms. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, you just got to get yourself out there, really, haven't you? So and I've been meeting some amazing people and I've worked with some absolutely phenomenal people this last year. So, you know, why? Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I shout about it from the rooftops? (laughs) Exactly. And if there's one thing that lockdown's done, it's given us like the space to be creative a little bit more. Oh, I absolutely agree. There was all that talk at the very beginning of the arts being dead. And I obviously fully appreciate that a huge number of people lost their everyday jobs in the arts, you know, theatre performers and TV and film, you know, and I have many, many friends in the industry that were out of work genuinely. The rent, the bills was was a problem for them, of course. Um, But at the same time, on the other side of that, I very much was... um, a real advocate for the arts is only dead if the creatives allow it to be come on guys let's reinvent the wheel because we're creatives and that's what we do so I really pushed for the positivity of getting art and work out there um, but again I fully appreciate how it's financially affected people so 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 badly so but yeah exactly it's really important that as creatives we use what we're given to do and like we use the resources around us to be able to do that yeah absolutely and I mean virtual online theatre is now a really fantastic medium and not just that opportunity but the fact that everybody in the world 
has had to get their head around being virtual in every way, shape and form, you know, from exercise classes to meetings to being creative. And it's given us, I believe, a huge opportunity for the future. We can now work in a completely different way to how we were before. We can save on the environment. You know, we don't have to run around the world now. Well, not that I was, to be fair, (laughs) running around the world to, to do interviews and stuff. But, you know, interview online, interview through these online platforms. Don't get people to jump on trains, planes and automobiles save the environment but also allow people to have that you know really important work-life balance as well because fulfilling that kind of demand is also very you know very stressful at times so yeah I think it's been incredible for all of us but I feel very very excited about what the future will hold as we move out of lockdown being able to transition certain things online yeah exactly I mean it's really important as well for like people getting into the arts and that kind of thing. I feel like it's made it a little bit more accessible almost. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is a really controversial subject and it depends on who I'm speaking to as what the outcome of this type of conversation is. But I have to say that I sit on the side where I feel that the arts is for everybody who wants to access it. Whereas there are a lot of people that don't feel like that. And it makes me very, very cross. Um, You're born a creative. Nobody can tell you whether or not you're you're a creative. And the arts, like every industry, should be accessible for those who want it. Um, And I grew up on the unfortunate side of the arts where financially it was very, very difficult to access Um, And that obviously meant that a lot of my opportunities or opportunities that I would have liked to have had weren't available to me. And it set me back from the start, really. Um, And that subsequently led me to give up the industry when I was in my early 20s. And I didn't return to it until my mid 30s. And I'm so, so pleased that I did and that I fought through all of that um, and found a way to access the industry for myself once and for all, but also inspire other people to do the same and never to allow anybody to tell them that they can and can't do something, regardless of obstacles, but also be, you know, a bit of a trailblazer really in the industry to say that some of these barriers really need breaking down. But yes, you're absolutely right. I do feel that because of this pandemic, the world having to stop, people having to rethink things, um, and also the online opportunities has has made it much more possible for anyone, and not just people who have been, you know, in financial problems, say like I have, you know, people with illnesses. Mm. You know, I've got an amazing woman in my school and now my production company who has a very serious autoimmune disease Mm. and she was unable to access the industry any further and she was in the industry professionally for a long period of time comes from a very talented musical family because of her illness just wasn't able to commit to stuff well I was like well we're going to change that at Cherry Blossom Productions and you know make things accessible for people that they can do when they can do them from the comfort of their own home and that's what has also happened and I feel very privileged that we've been able to 
open that opportunity up for people like like Kat. She won't mind me saying her name. Hi, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us very nicely on to the inspiration behind Cherry Blossom. Well, there's lots, actually. Um, but the first main one was to do with inspiring confidence and creativity for all aspects of life through theatre arts, which is my tagline. And it's not just theatre arts anymore. Since the pandemic, it's been the performing arts as a whole, TV and film included now. Um, because I had a huge belief, and this is based on my mum, who is a very shy, quiet, you know, quite reserved and has, you know, quite a lot of insecurities and anxiety that the arts can really help people come out of their shells, feel more empowered, feel more confident, have better communication skills, be able to speak more freely and confidently in public you know be less anxious in social 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 settings because of of how you know you work within the arts and so I invited my mum to join me at a local theatre when I moved to the country four years ago and since she did that she changed exponentially and that was one of the biggest inspirations for me behind actually setting it up but there were also a couple of other people that I'd come across in the community that really wanted to be in the arts but just felt like they didn't really know how to do it mm. and there's a massive gap in having the desire to get into the arts for whatever reason and then joining something like Amdram or a course or something like that but also for adults particularly the accessibility of that is small mm. there's not as much that goes on for adults and cherry is for everyone all ages all abilities but um you know that was something for me that there was a gap and it wasn't about money it wasn't a gap in the market financially it was just a gap that creatively and passionately I felt I could fill mm. in my small humble way um, and so, yeah, that was that was really the inspiration behind it. But then again, having come from the background I did where I was financially, you know, at the bottom, if you like, <laughs> victim of circumstance, I call it now. Um, I wanted children, particularly in this community that I live in, and this is where it started, to be able to access the arts without having to worry about finances. So I set up a sponsorship scheme where I sponsored people personally, but I also um, opened up sponsorship to local businesses so that children could access the services and not have to worry about fees. Um, and so that was the beginning inspiration for it. And then the inspiration for Cherry Pea which is what we call it, but it's Cherry Blossom Productions, was again the gap between either having had quite a significant amount of experience within, say, Amdram or having done your degree or leaving drama school or anything like that, whatever it is where you feel that you're at the point where you're ready to launch yourself into the professional industry, there is a huge gap between that and trying to access the industry, even if you have been to drama school, which is a, a lottery to get into. Mm. 
let's just be clear about that. Getting into drama school isn't, if you don't get into drama school, it isn't about not being talented 90% of the time. Yeah. It's about it being a lottery. It's like winning the lottery. And, um, you know, even people that I know who have been and done degree courses, master's courses, there is no guarantee that you can access the industry by getting an agent and landing your first job in TV, film or theatre, you know. And so for Cherry Blossom Productions, it was my way of being able to open up a space that was kind, generous, nurturing, supportive, fun, friendly, community spirited, because it's scary. It's scary. It's lonely. It's hard. You have to, you know, you have to battle a lot of things. You know, everybody needs to pay their rent and their bills or their mortgage, feed their kids. And there's a lot of things that you come up against and it can be very, very daunting and very lonely to do it on your own. And a lot of the world loves to switch on the telly or go to the movies and watch TV and film. But when you tell them that you're emerging into the arts industry, they're like, (laughs) good luck. And it's like, excuse me, you know, oh, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, you don't mind switching on the telly or listening to a radio play or listening to the radio or blah 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 all these things that we do but when anybody in the art says that's what they want to do with their life because they genuinely have been born to do it you know let's be clear about this creatives are born to do what they do they don't choose yep. it you don't no. wake up one day and go, oh I want to be an actor no. it's always in there it's always been in there and so it's about that and that's what cherry pea is and I love it so so much and we're just about to finish our very first project, which is a radio play by the epically talented Alison Barkley and directed by the insane, amazing, phenomenal Lauren Elizabeth of Showface Festival. Check it out, by the way. Um, and that releases at the end of June. And we've already got our first short film starting as well. And again, you know, trying to get on platforms like Spotlight, which for anybody in the industry understands that as an actor, you really need to be on spotlight to be taken seriously. And 99.9% of the time, if you're not on spotlight, you ain't getting an agent. That's hard as well. Yeah. It's a catch 22. You've got to have experience to get land these jobs, but you need these jobs to get on spotlight and you need these jobs to get your agent and your show real and blah, blah, blah. And so for Cherry, because of the way we do it, we contract people in profit share schemes because we're currently unfunded having being a new production company um and and people are able to be credited and that means they get a credit on things like spotlight and that's great for them to be able to access the industry in that way so yeah that's the inspiration behind it and it very much comes from my life but what I've seen around uh, and when I was emerging into the industry in my early 20s it just felt like every door was closed yeah a hundred percent I could have done with me back then somebody like me back then so the fact that I feel like I'm able to provide this space for people like me back then but not just at that age at any age you Mm. know I have an amazing friend who's emerging into the industry in his 40s and he's come up some you know really big obstacles that don't make sense either um it, it and it depends on your age you know and I'm not bashing spotlight here but spotlight they said they are looking into their Uh, policies but if you're under 25 you can access spotlight easier than if you're over 25 as an emerging artist but 
you can still be an emerging artist over 25. Exactly. And so <laughs> I have had that conversation with Spotlight and so has he. Uh, and to be fair to Spotlight, they did say they're looking into it, but who knows what they've decided since. But yeah, again, it's it's that. And, and I think one of the biggest things, apart from experience, is you need a strong community behind you. Exactly. You need your tribe. Yeah. Because we're here to talk about mental health. And it is hugely impacting on your mental health when you are really struggling to to find your footing in an industry that's already hard enough. So, yeah, it is. It is so difficult um, speaking from my own experiences in the area where I am currently. There's nothing to do with the arts. Um, there's no Amdram groups or any community groups or anything like that. So for me, finding you and Cherry has been a huge part of lockdown. And I don't know where I'd be if I didn't find you and Cherry. Oh, wow. Well, that's amazing to hear because actually you're completely right. I mean, I grew up in the country. And so not only was I, you know, financially on the back foot already, but I wasn't able to access everything that I would if I lived in a major city or even London. And um, I moved to London to follow my dreams. But obviously living in London comes with all of its obstacles in itself and the expenses of that. Mm. Uh, And one of the reasons why I left the industry at that early age in my early 20s, I told a therapist recently, I gave up on my dream at 22 and she was mortified to hear that anybody at the age of 22 had given up on their dreams. And I'd never really realized that. Like, I was like, although it had massively impacted me and we'll come on to that, but I hadn't realized how, you know, huge that actually was that I had at 22 years old, given up on my dreams because of circumstances and, you know, stuff like that. And that's another reason why I'm so passionate about this because nobody should have to do that. You know, like I say, you're born a creative. You can't choose it. It is who you are. But yeah, you're right. I mean, if you're in an area where it doesn't have those opportunities for you, going back to online, this is now amazing. I mean, during COVID, I was doing um, acting lessons with an amazing guy called Jeff Seymour over in Canada on a Saturday night. You know? I'd never have been able to access that before COVID. <laughs> and so, yeah, for people like you who are also emerging into the industry, being able to have that at your fingertips now is just brilliant. And I think it's going to really do the world so good for its mental health because I genuinely believe the arts is so positive for mental health. You've just got to look at the statistics on singing and what singing does for us as people. You yeah. know, in our bodies it's like exercise it's the same singing does so much for you so yeah I'm really glad we found you too Jem <laughs> you found us <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean I've always um looked to acting as being really good for my mental health and really positive because not only that but it gives you the space to be creative with another character So if you feel that you can't express yourself as you, then you can express yourself as another character and find your voice that way. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. That's so, so true. And I've got a student actually currently I'm working with an adult who has developed an alter ego. And this alter ego that she's developed, who she's also using, um, developing as an act, you know, as, as as an act as well this alter ego can really empower her 
And actually, it's like RuPaul said when he was doing his little advert for the, the masterclasses that he's in. Um, you know, that masterclass platform that's amazing. Yeah. He, he said that somebody said to him once that the power that you possess when you're in drag is within you out yeah. of drag and his his words were excuse me you know <laughs> and I love that hi RuPaul by the way if you ever listen to this <laughs> but you know it's so so true and I think what's great about the arts is that that is what it it, it accesses that in you it harnesses yeah. that in you and it is it's it empowers you and I'm not talking about turning people into monsters and egotistical idiots I don't deal with anyone like that if anyone enters my space like that I just remove myself from the space I'm just not interested it's about harnessing our potential as humans and my saying has always been and will always be and it's Cherry's little saying Einstein said if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree it will spend its whole life believing it's stupid and that is so true of life. And I believe the arts, no matter what you want to do with your life and no matter what you are doing with your life, the arts can empower you and strengthen you and guide you and support you even further in your life. So, yeah. It really can. And that has very much remained true. I think for a lot of us, um, not only through lockdown, but before lockdown as well, Um when yeah. people were struggling previously. So what advice would you give to someone who's starting out in the industry? Well, if I could say this to every single person starting out in this industry, but also to be honest in any industry, do not ever let anyone tell you you can't do it. Because if you want something in your life, go and get it. You know, I think one of my issues when I was younger is that I felt, and this was through behaviors of extended family, I felt that I had to be immediately perfect at everything before I could do it. And of course, as I've gone through my life, I've realized that's not true. And now I'm empowered by the fact that I don't know everything and how exciting that I'm going to learn more and more and more as days go on, as months and weeks go on, and the more I enter the industry. And instead of being afraid of what I don't know, being excited about what I'm going to learn. So it's about changing your mindset, but also being transparent about that. You know, I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, you have to lie to get into the industry and lie to get on spotlight and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, OK, well, if you feel that you need to do that, that's fine. That's up to you. But I don't think that's true at all. I think that you can very much be honest about where you're at and where you want to go and value and own the talent that you possess and the passion and the power that you possess um, and move yourself forward wherever it is that you want to go but it's very 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 important and this is one of my biggest messages in life don't ever ever let anybody tell you that you can't do something there is no one in this world that can predict your future and don't give anyone that power and sure you might not get where you hope you would get but it's much much better to spend your life focusing 
and working towards those dreams and goals that you possess than it is to just toss them aside because of what others might say or because of what insecurities you might have within you. Just go for it. And yeah, sure, we all need jobs on the side. I mean, I work as a freelance drama teacher. I absolutely love it. And I feel very honoured to be the drama teacher of so many wonderful people, lots of children included. But that's my job. That's what pays me to move my future forward, you know. Um, But I've chosen to have a job now in the industry that I want to be in. So I'm in the arts every single day of my life. Um, And because I'm the type of person that likes to do lots of things, I do do lots of different things and that keeps things really exciting. So that's my message. Don't give up, keep going, keep learning, be a sponge and hey, go and get extra work. There's nothing wrong with being an extra when you're training, when you're learning about being on set, when you're learning about technique, you know, when you're, trying to continue to when you're continuing to understand what it takes to do the job front and center if you want to be front and center you might not want to be front and center but there's nothing wrong with that you don't necessarily have to put it all on your cv but get any experience you can and just be nice everybody just wants to work with nice people that's the other thing and and do i would also really advise that you just go where you feel comfortable and don't worry about what everybody else is doing. It's great to have your tribe in your community, which I obviously highly recommend because it makes you feel like you're not alone because it's a very lonely world. Um, But but also don't get hung up on what everybody else is doing because everybody's on their own path. Everybody's on their own journey. And what's right for you might not be right for your mate to the left or your mate in front of you or your member to the side because that's what's right for them and also I get this all the time and it really knocks me off but don't worry when people tell you you're working too hard you know what level you can work to and you know what level you need to work to for your own life so just march to the beat of your own drum and have a lovely time darling just enjoy it life is too short for it to be stressful absolutely Um, yeah (laughs) And if, if all that fails, just give me a ring. <laughs> and we'll have a cup of tea. <laughs> a cup of tea can solve most things. <laughs> it really can. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed this interview. Oh, thank you. It's been lovely. It really has been lovely. And, uh, yeah, the, the message really for me is, you know, you own your own power and um and don't let anyone take it from you not even yourself you you everybody's on this planet to live their life to the fullest a hundred percent I couldn't agree more um you can find all of Rebecca's links in the description below including those to cherry blossom art as well so go and check those out and thank you so much Rebecca Yay! Thanks for having me, guys, and uh, have the most wonderful life! A huge thank you once again to Rebecca Bidwell for joining me on this episode. I can't tell you all how much I love doing that. 
so you can find all of Rebecca's links down below as well as all of Cherry Blossom's links as well so I please 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 recommend that you go and check those out and give her a follow on social media as well so then you can keep up with all the fantastic and amazing work that she's doing so I will see you again next week with the amazing Victoria Rose Pedrick talking all things those irritating clothes sizes and why you should disown your scales. Hmm. So I will see you next week with that episode. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check us out on social media at Life and Pastimes Podcast on Instagram and at Life and Pastime on Twitter. So that's over and out from me and I will see you next week.